Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I am Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The days of wearing masks and physical distancing won't be over even after receiving the coronavirus disease vaccine. The government will still ask people, including those who have received the vaccine, to observe existing pandemic precautions. This means people must continue to wear a mask in public, frequently wash hands, and keep a one-meter distance from each other. According to presidential spokesman Harry Roque, the coronavirus vaccine will not be the alternative to the minimum public health protocols against the virus spread. The country is expected to receive its first shipment of the coronavirus vaccines this month. The initial supply will come from the World Health Organization-backed global vaccine distribution scheme called COVAX facility. The government has been requiring everyone to practice these health measures to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. Certain penalties for violators of the health precaution have been enforced by local government units. The government has secured millions of doses of COVID-19 vaccines from suppliers abroad as part of its plan to attain herd immunity. It promised that it won't distribute vaccines that are not proven safe and effective by health experts. The rollout for the vaccine pro vaccination program for the coronavirus disease is filled with challenges, the Department of Health said Wednesday, February 10. DOH Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere said that the COVID-19 vaccination program is a huge thing to be undertaken by the Philippine government. Among the challenges would be to avoid wastage of the COVID-19 vaccines. Vergueta said that the challenge for the government would be to ensure that there will be no wastage and that all vaccines will be given to recipients. The Undersecretary also revealed that the government is now preparing on how to efficiently distribute the vaccines to different parts of the country. Another challenge is boosting the public's confidence on the COVID-19 vaccines. This is why the DOH has been intensifying the information about the vaccine and are now highlighting experts in talking to the public so that they can better understand the benefits and the safety of these vaccines. Vergere also said that Filipinos cannot choose which vaccine brand they want to receive in the government's COVID-19 vaccination program. The United States under President Joe Biden has reaffirmed its commitment to its alliance with the Philippines amid a new China law that allows its Coast Guard to attack foreign vessels that would intrude into the South China Sea. This comes as two U.S. carrier groups conducted military exercises in the disputed South China Sea, locally referred to as the West Philippine Sea, in what is seen as show of force in the area which China has been claiming. 
In a telephone conversation with Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana on Wednesday, February 10, U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd J. Austin III cited the importance of upholding the Philippines-U.S. alliance through the Mutual Defense Treaty and the agreement regarding the treatment of U.S. armed forces visiting the Philippines. The DND statement, however, did not mention the 2016 arbitral tribunal ruling, although it was cited in a separate statement released by the Pentagon. The arbitral ruling, filed and won by the Philippine government, junked the claim of China in almost the entire South China Sea. Last week, Lorenzana said China's new law could spark an open conflict in the South China Sea. Military Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Cerilito Sobiana, for his part, called it irresponsible on the part of China. On Tuesday, it was reported that the Theodore Roosevelt Carrier Strike Group and the Nimitz Carrier Strike Group conducted military exercises in the South China Sea. The exercises were conducted days after the USS John McCain destroyer sailed near the China-controlled Paracel Islands. Another brand new warship is set to be commissioned by the Philippine Navy, the second guided missile frigate capable of anti-surface warfare, anti-submarine warfare, and anti-air warfare. Another brand new warship is set to be commissioned by the Philippine Navy, the second guided missile frigate capable of anti-surface warfare, anti-submarine warfare, and anti-air warfare. The soon-to-be BRP Antonio Luna, named after a strict Filipino general who fought the Spanish and the Americans, has already arrived in the country after it was manufactured in South Korea. Based on the Navy description, the would-be BRP Antonio Luna is a modern warship that is capable of long-range missiles, acoustic-guided torpedoes, and could accommodate anti-submarine helicopters. Manufactured by the Hyundai Heavy Industries, the BRP Antonio Luna, along with BRP Jose Rizal, costs 16 billion pesos and needs additional 2 billion pesos for weapon systems and munition. The BRP Antonio Luna and the BRP Jose Rizal were procured during the Aquino administration along with 12 F-A-50 fighter jets 
also from South Korea, following the standoff at the West Philippine Sea, which forced the Philippines to file a case against China. The Philippines won its case. In Metro News, Manila LGU's COVID-19 storage facility now ready for the vaccines. 100,000 pesos for 100 days of being COVID-free for San Juan City, Barangays, according to Mayor Francis Zamora. And Las Piñas Mayor orders strict enforcement of price ceiling on pork and chicken. More from this report. The Manila City Government's Coronavirus Disease Storage Facility is ready to operate on February 14 after its three biomedical freezers intended for Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines arrived on Tuesday. The city's COVID-19 storage facility located at Santa Ana Hospital now has a total of 12 refrigerator units. Manila City Mayor Francisco Escomorano Dumagoso immediately called for a meeting with Vice Mayor Maria Shilahani Lacuna Pangan and other officials from the Manila Health Department and the Santa Ana Hospital to discuss the upcoming mass vaccination activities. The local chief executive emphasized the sensitivity of vaccine amid any change in temperature. He urged Santa Ana Hospital Director Grace Padilla to direct the hospital personnel to remain cautious and prudent at all times. San Juan City Government will give 100,000 pesos cash incentive to any barangay in the city that will register no active COVID-19 cases for 100 straight days. Mayor Francisco Zamora issued on Tuesday the City Ordinance Number no. 1 Series of 2021 in giving reward to the barangays who can comply. Zamora also said that because of the local government's swift action and the residents' strict compliance with the safety protocols and guidelines against the virus, the city now only has 31 active COVID cases as of February 7. Las Piñas City Mayor Imelda Aguilar ordered the City Veterinary Service Office to strictly monitor compliance with a 60-day price ceiling on pork and chicken by supermarkets, public markets, talipapas, and groceries. Aguilar told CVSO and the City Agriculture Office to conduct surprise inspections and monitoring to determine whether the order was being followed by vendors in public markets including groceries and supermarkets. She said the team of CVSO and CSO personnel will be going around the city to ensure compliance with the price cap on basic commodities. The mayor warned vendors as well as establishments selling pork and chicken found to be violating the price ceiling that will be slapped with show course order or suspension of their permits. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Cebu Customs destroys five smuggled luxury vehicles. One dead, six injured in Maguindanao Road Coalition. And dog-designed baskets bring life to Abaca Industry in Albay. Here are the details. The Bureau of Customs in the port of Cebu on Tuesday destroyed five luxury vehicles that were smuggled into the country last year. The five seized vehicles were part of the 13 luxury cars that were destroyed in a nationwide simultaneous activity as part of the 119th founding anniversary of the Bureau. The vehicles arrived in the country from Japan via two separate shipments last January 2020. One of the vehicles was brand new, while the four others were second-hand. The five luxury cars were worth 23 million pesos. A jeepney driver died, while six persons were injured following a head-on collision between a cargo-laden jeepney and a pickup truck in Sultan Kudarat Maguindanao on Tuesday afternoon. Authorities identified the lone fatality as Mohamed Nur Giyamad Kadil, driver of the jeepney that was delivering bags of flour. 
According to a report, both vehicles were traversing the opposite lanes of the highway when they collided head-on along Barangay Ladia at about 12.15 p.m. Both vehicles were heavily damaged. Responders rushed the injured to the hospital while the remains of Kadil were brought to their hometown for burial under Islamic rites. A number of dog-designed baskets are slowly giving life to the abaca industry of Maliliput Town located on the northeast foothills of the famous Mount Mayon. 32-year-old Gerald Volante, an architect who resides in Barangay Calbayog, started weaving what is turning out to be a magical product that is selling briskly since late last year. A dog lover, Volante has been producing shitsu plant baskets since the pandemic, a time when people started to turn to plants as a temporary distraction while dealing with a quarantined life. To date, his growing business has been providing income to his own basket makers, apart from inspiring his fellow Bicolanos in the industry to craft more baskets with different and attractive designs. And now in world news, COVID origin still a mystery as the WHO China probe ends. Second impeachment trial of Donald Trump begins. And UAE on edge of as hope probe poised to Mars to enter Mars's orbit. Let's watch this report. The World Health Organization wrapped up its mission in China on Tuesday with no breakthrough discovery. An investigator ruled out the theory that COVID-19 came from a lab while failing to identify which animal may have passed it to humans. It remains unclear which species first transmitted COVID-19 to humans, said Liang Wanyan, who head up the Chinese contingent of an inquiry carried out jointly with the WHO experts. Liang, supported by WHO expert Ben M. Barrett, said that there was no indication the sickness was circulating in Wuhan before December 2019 when the first official case were recorded. Embarek, who said identifying virus fat waste from animals to humans remains a work in progress, also scotched a controversial theory that the virus had leaked from a lab called it extremely unlikely. The U.S. Senate on Tuesday opened a historic second impeachment trial of Donald Trump, who stands accused of inciting insurrection on June 6 when the former president's supporters stormed Congress. Democratic Senator Patrick Leahy is presiding over the trial, which will begin with hours of debate followed by a vote on the constitutionality of trying an ex-president. This will almost certainly be a formality as Democratic have enough votes, but it will give early indication of how open Republicans are to the case at all. The main part of trial will start Wednesday in the U.S., with each side having 16 hours to present oral arguments. A tense half-hour on Tuesday will determine the fate of the UAE's hope probe to Mars as the Arab world's first space mission carries out a tricky maneuver to enter the red planet's orbit. If successful, the probe, which is designed to reveal the secrets of Martian weather, will become the first of the three spacecraft to arrive at the red planet this month. The United Arab Emirates, China, and the United States all launched mission last July, taking advantage of a period when the Earth and Mars are nearest. The venture marks the 50th anniversary of unification of the UAE's seven Emirates. In uh, entertainment, ABS-CBN recently released a statement that the digital Valentine's concert of Regine Velasquez Alcacid is postponed. The statement released this morning said that the reason for the postponement is due to Regine's exposure to a staff of the event who tested positive for COVID-19. ABS-CBN apologized for the said postponement and said that all tickets sold with the original date will be honored on the new Freedom Concert schedule 
which they will announce very soon. In sports, the much-awaited return of Filipino boxing icon Manny Pacquiao in the boxing ring is finally happening. In a tweet early Wednesday morning, February 10, Pacquiao teased his fans of a supposed comeback since beating American boxer Keith Thurman last July 2019. The eight-division world boxing champion who holds a 62-7-2 record with 39 knockouts has not fought since scoring a split-decision victory against Thurman to capture the WBA super welterweight title. But the biggest question of all is still left unanswered. Who will face Pacquiao next? The likes of Ryan Garcia, Conor McGregor, Terence Crawford, and Errol Spence Jr. were among the headlines on news outlets and social media platforms. But Garcia, the undefeated interim WBC lightweight champion, was the first one to announce a dream fight against his idol, Pacquiao. Pacquiao's camp and the Paradigm Sports Management have yet to make a decision on who will Pac-Man face next. In today's Tech Talk, our Manila Bulletin Tech News Editor Art Samaniego shows best or shows a gadget that is best for your next movie or series marathon nights. A video projector that is stylish, lightweight, and in HD. Let's check it out. When you hear the word projector, what you normally picture in your mind is a complicated piece of equipment with fragile lens and light bulb. But that is now a thing of the past. Nowadays, projectors have become more portable and lightweight, but more powerful than its predecessors. Today, we checked out a stylish projector that is powerful and perfect for all your movies or series marathons. Hi, I'm Art Samaniego and welcome to Tech Talk. Epson's latest projector, the Epson EF100, is more than just your typical projector. It has a built-in HDMI adapter for easy connection. This is hidden behind a mesh cover so that you can tilt it up and watch from your ceiling. It is also Bluetooth capable so that you can connect your wireless home surround sound system or any Bluetooth-enabled speakers for a truly immersive viewing experience. But if you don't feel like connecting wirelessly, it has a built-in speaker that is powerful enough to fill your room with high-quality sound. The image quality of the Epson EF100 is also surprisingly clear. It feels as if you're watching from a high-definition TV. This is due to its 2000 lumens with innovative 3 LCD technology to deliver vibrant, true-to-life, and powerful images. Even in a well-lit room, you can still see clear and high-definition images. The Epson EF100 projector can be a nice alternative for your HDTV as it delivers the same, if not better, image quality. A gadget perfect for every home, for your alone time, and for movie nights with family and friends. And that is Tech Talk for this week. Join us again next week for more tech updates. This is Art Samaniego and this is Tech Talk.
be fully informed. Thanks, Art. Netflix and chill indeed. With that kind of projector, all you need is a big bowl of popcorn and some soda. And those are the news on Web Today, February 10, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. Oh, this has been MB Now. Be fully informed.